How do you rate yourself? And how do you feel you are living up to your own expectations right now? Are you carrying guilt or shame because you feel like you've failed or not provided as you should have? Dealing with that part of yourself that does not want to disappoint. All this and more in episode 13 of Music Spirit and Accountability with Michael Cooper and Jay Hode. So in this conversation, you know, we come in with our most authentic selves, doing our best to represent and come back to our hearts, coming back to love. These are kind of really touchy subjects. Um, uh, speaking on behalf of like Michael and I, and probably uh, men all around the world right now, and, and women I'm sure too, but this part of us that feels like we don't want to disappoint, this part of us that feels like we want to we want to be, we want to be everything we can. We want to be all we can, of course. And then there's also the, on the flip side of that, at times we carry around this guilt or shame around failing. Um, sometimes as men, and again, I'm sure for women also, especially with children um, and these sorts of things, this, this pressure we put on ourselves around failing uh, or maybe not providing. Um, and you know it's that fine line between it being a blessing and a curse right so we just we're just trying to put some things in in place maybe for ourselves in the, in this podcast today around maybe things we put in place or or where we find ourselves excelling where we find ourselves failing and as we always do in music spirit and accountability podcast putting ourselves on the line, throwing ourselves into the the lion den. I can see see Mike's face uh, giving the uh, uh, I want I want to say slightly insecure chuckle as we do our best to come into this vulnerability. So loving that brother as always, honouring your your magic and and feeling the same way myself. So um, brother, how are you feeling today? And how's what I just said land for you? What's coming up? <laughs> Uh, the, the chuckle is is real. Um, yeah, that's a lie for me today. That's uh, this is me in in the rawness and in in fullness. What I'm navigating right now is, uh, and I see this, and have seen this for quite some time. Um, it, it wasn't something I was conscious to. It was certainly an unconscious pattern, and it was an unconscious behaviour. I can now see how systemic it's been in my life now that it's been dropped into my awareness. But I see, I've known this trait to be with all men as well. And all the men that I work with and coach, um, and also just you see online. As men, you know, we have always been providers. That's, and I understand that, that socioeconomics and demographics have changed of late and women are providing for themselves and very proficient, but that doesn't mean that our innate desire to provide from our ancestors that are in, in our DNA from years and years gone by of our desire to provide is still strong in all men. And, you know, I came across that awareness to me that I shouldn't be high 
that inevitably I'll always fail them. And I had a beautiful, beautiful friend reflect back to me this morning. Well, she said, could I, can I share where you've already failed me? And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Mm. Um, but she did that from the space of just loosening this grip on it for me. And, you know, I, that, that helped a lot. You know, it was, a, it really, that is your path. She goes, you're, you're destined to fail. And she, then this is when this friend of mine is divine and she's beautiful. And she said, and that's the part I love about you most. She said, that's the part. And cause she loves the part of me that I hate the most about myself. She can love all the aspects of me. She goes, yeah, you, you present all of these beautiful traits and all the things that you do, but it's your shadow that I want to hold for you. It's your shadow that I want to love for you. And so, yeah, for me to break that down for the listeners, I guess I have this deep desire to never fail the feminine, to always provide, to always be safe, to always be secure, to always be this divine, what the epitome of the divine masculine is, which is near impossible to embody that 24 seven, 365, you know, I'm still human mm. and I don't allow myself that flexibility. I don't allow myself that let off the hook. And that's a huge amount of pressure. And I just carry that pressure every day. I don't think much of it um, day to day until I fail, yeah. until I mess up, you know, and the example that was given to me by my dear friend um, this morning was, oh, when you opened the car door for me you tried to open the door daughter at the same time and the door slipped and and she said my daughter said to me oh you dropped the ball there dad and there was humor in that moment but I felt that I felt that I failed simply because here I am trying to do the the, the act of chivalry and opening the door for these beautiful women and I fucked it up you know mm. and and I couldn't have won either way because I'm trying to do two doors, two doors at once. And it didn't matter whether my daughter's door closed first or the woman getting in the car's door closed and I missed either one of those. I was destined to fail the feminine. Mm. And I know that sounds silly, but, and that was beautiful her to, for my friend to reflect back to me. He's like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to fail. And yeah. it's okay. But yeah, it's in us to, always be this pillar for our women, be this pillar of strength. And that is a huge amount of pressure that I'm sure most women don't realize that men carry. Whether they're air quotes, good men, bad men, toxic men, we have this innate desire to provide and care and protect our women. Yeah. And what I came to realize is today that I'm destined to fail that. And that's a lot to grapple with. Mm. You know, I have to sit with that now and and nurse my nervous system into, holy shit, the one thing you're trying to do all the time, you will fail at. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting just thinking of, of social media um, with the different strong opinions that people have about what men should be or what women should be, let's say with men, if it's this providing pillar i'm seeing i i feel like i'm seeing more and more of it all the time about um women or men posting that you know men should be the provider and uh, really leaning into that and then you know also the other side of 
um, men being more submissive and not being providing, being more, um, not necessarily in touch with their emotions and men that cry and that sort of thing, although there's a lot around that as well, but just these strong opinions that just create pressure and then same for women of what the women should or shouldn't be with, um, you know, their sexuality, whether it's being, um, you know, open sexuality and, and, and really leaning into to that way of being or um, or the other way of why are people being like that. Like, there's just so much pressure around it all. And I think, you know, the golden nugget in what you just said for me is that, you know, no matter what the outcome to the situation of those two doors was, just to keep it simple, it's, it's there's <laughs> no, there's, you, you're going to, you know, it never, it's never ending. The journey never ends, right? The journey never ends. And it being, you know, doing our best to be at peace with what is along the way is, is huge, but also, you know, not being at peace with what is because otherwise maybe you'd never grow. There are all, there are all lessons along the way to, to grow and, and evolve. Um, but it's really interesting to see how, just how easily it is to put put pressure on ourselves through these things. And, and that's what I'm feeling, you know, a lot in these things that you've just shared, Mike, and just beautiful, beautiful sharings, brother. Um, and, you know, we hear that all the times with our clients about these things with social media, um, sometimes, you know, going on, like the benefits of going on and the negatives, like it's for a lot of people, they compare, you know, I do it. I'm sure you do it like you can't help it. Sometimes you see someone epic that's often super inspiring to you. Um, you know, some of those men that you mentioned before, um, uh, who were the men that you mentioned before on social media? Aubrey Marcus and Stefano and all of the, the pillars of what we would personify as to be these ideal men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, these men are just incredible as, as I feel, you know, we are in our own way too. We're, we're not perfect. We're always striving for more, but when you're on that, um, I guess the point of what I was saying is you see guys like say Stefano, just incredible. And, um, then sometimes it's just like, it's, it's, it's this thing of like, you learn so much, but then there's that also that reflection sometimes where it's like, wow, I want to be more like that. Or you can be like, you know, you could even be like, wow, I'm never going to be like that. Or then someone else might compare you and say, you're never going to be like that. Or you're never going to be that good. That's when it really hurts. You know, that's when it can really trigger you out of your, um, you know, out of your comfort zone, maybe easier than, than usual. But Anyway, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can interpret that. So how do you navigate that? How do you navigate that in 2023? I love that because you brought something in my awareness just then is, yeah, these guys, we pin them as on these pedestals and what we're comparing them to, what we're seeing is 15 minutes or five minutes or 90 seconds of their brilliance. There's 24 hours in the day. They are not like that 24 seven. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, my entire day or my entire life is being benchmarked against 90 seconds of brilliance. Now, I know Stefano, and I know, not personally, but I know Aubrey has his moments. He has his humanity, you know, his humanness. And that's not documented. It's not aired. And we're not comparing apples to apples. Mm. We're comparing highlight reels to reality. Mm. You know, and that's an unfair comparison and it's an unfair pressure. And it's also, you know, it's a slander of what one's character when someone, you know, when I'll use myself, if I'm in the 
because I've had this, you know, I've had someone say to me, oh, you can't do that because you're spiritual. Or I didn't expect you to do that because you're a masculine leader. I was like, well, I'm still human. I have feelings. I have, I don't suppress everything. I teach people about having all the emotions. Should I just be this robot that is a masculine leader? And that's my title. And that's now become my identity. And that's become what I must model at every moment. Or can I cry? Or can I actually be sad? Or can, is it okay if I'm allowed to be angry? Yeah. You know, you mentioned social media and navigating that world. I hear a lot of this talk about toxic masculinity, but where is that coming from? Who is that coming from? Most of the time that's coming from a trauma-based or a fear-based thought or feeling. Mm. And if we're really honest, if the world we live in is as above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so the soul, if there's toxic masculinity, guess what there is? To equal and opposite proportion, toxic femininity. Yeah. We cannot have toxic masculinity without the equal and opposite proportion in the feminine. And if we're talking about that, the divine feminine doesn't actually project or they force decisions on them or they don't um, demand. So that's a version of this femininity that we're not desiring, but no one talks about that. We're all asking the men to step up and not be so toxic and do these things. But it's not one without the other. We all yeah. are in this. Let's collapse this separation of hierarchy and let's collapse this separation as a whole and look at it as the whole mm. and say, hey, I'm in this game. You are me. I am you. Yeah. You, we, We're no different. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just your mirrored projection. Yeah. So what you see in me is actually what's being going on inside of you. Yeah. Why can't we look at this and do, be together as like, how do we rise humanity? Let's not go toxic masculinity because then the they're only flying with one wing on the bird yeah we need both wings to fly in unison that's what this new earth needs I that's really what feel this that, brother yeah mm, i feel it's, it's um, unity and union yeah even sometimes when we say the word man or masculine i feel like i really i do my best to come back to when you say the word man i feel the word woman as well or when you say the word masculine i, I do my best to feel the word feminine because really you know so much of it also comes down to personal opinion and and you know i think there's some basic principles of energetics mm. the core that we're kind of maybe are more masculine than feminine maybe more feminine than masculine and, and i know they definitely are but you know it's just a personal opinion as well it's really interchangeable and just honoring whether you know mike and i say man or masculine or we say woman or you know feminine they definitely you know they cross over so much and inviting that to inviting us to embrace what you just said mike about taking away some of the the boundaries around this as well and yeah it's sometimes we we need to you know we need to embrace that um i also just want to say what you said before about that 90 seconds of you know you see that person that's 90 seconds of their day compared to the 24 hours and how we get that opinion the other flip side to that too of you know you or i might 
assess that 90 seconds as continually just freaking amazing like this dude is amazing whereas for the next person those consistent 90 second interpretations could be this guy's full of crap he's a loser i never want to be like that right so on top of that 90 seconds you know that person that thinks that person is not great in that 90 seconds might really like them when they're not being like that you know so again yep. there's two sides to the to all the stories Everything. here um so we're just you know navigating through the middle somewhere there i think too we look at masculine and feminine i tried to explain this the other day in that yes i am a man as in a a, a man who desires to play in his masculine energy but i am not robbing myself of the feminine experience hmm. Yeah. And it's not 60 40. It's not, I'm a masculine and 100% feminine. It's an energetic flow that moves between me. I am both all at once, all encompassing. My choice is to lean into the traits of masculinity. Yeah. But I, my healing work is yeah. all feminine. Like when you play music and the creation, which is, you know, the feminine, that's, all of my healing work is, you know, I'm in my masculine man body doing feminine work, you know, like that. And I love that part of me. And I love the emotions and the tears that I bleed for people when I heal. I'm not this robot thing that is just a male masculine man. I'm mm -hmm. all of it. Why do we have to limit ourselves to thinking that I'm just a man or just a masculine man? Yeah, Why can't yeah. I be at all? In, and in deep resonance with the earth that around surrounds us and the rocks and the trees and the animals and, and our children. Why can't I see myself in the reflection of all of them? Mm. Mm. I love that so much about you, brother. And it's just something incredibly powerful about seeing, um, yeah, such a, I guess, like physically strong man too, like yourself being in that, um duality you know and and have been myself being so blessed to have seen you in 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 many shades of mike like um man it's just it's always so comforting and um not you're not even comforting that's it can be all the things it can honestly it can be all the things it's not always comforting sometimes it's discomforting but the one <laughs> thing i feel is it makes me emotional like just speaking about it right now i can feel my eyes starting to world up with tears because it's like man just love you so much and your heart and your you know that that duality and that openness to new possibilities that openness to not everything is as it seems that the the possibility that the masculine is the feminine and the feminine is the masculine and you know obviously we've got our physical 3d format here and um you know with our physical bodies and that but there's just so much more to it and um i guess i've really learned to kind of beat around the bush a little bit over the years with the way i throw those terms around masculine and feminine from you know all the people that i've triggered along the way of of saying that and their it's interpretation of masculine um being like Whoa, and it's like yeah you know i get it i get it i feel you so but again that just instills with me you know different parts of okay yeah cool no there's something in that for me and um that duality is like okay yeah yeah no i get it and for me when i'm explaining those things i could say black or white or um yin and yang or earth and water or you know space and 
earth or whatever it might be. Um, but without one, you don't have the other, right? So just embracing yeah. them all to the best of our bloody ability. Yeah. But to bring it back, can we bring it back to, yeah. you know, I really feel called to, this is to speak to both the men and women, but maybe more the men in our audience. It, it just is what I'm navigating right now is I feel you. I feel all of you with that, especially today, with that pressure that we put on ourselves, but be it conscious or unconscious, to, to provide and to do it right and do the right thing and to always be of some form of service to our feminine, uh, to our women. Um, and I'm using that in my current experience. You know, like it's a huge, I, I felt the weight of the earth in that today when I realized that's what I do. I to never fail the women. And was, I just can still hear my friend whispering, you're always going to fail us. It's so beautiful. Mm. Mm. Yeah, brother. Beautiful. So grateful for her. She, um, um yeah and gave me the permission to fail and said i will love you i love that part of you and so then she invited me can you love that part of you and that's what i wanted to share with them you know this applies to men and women but i know the pressure of men and say can you love that part of yourself that's going to fail that will fail whether it be the feminine whether it be yourself whether it be your family whatever it is it's going to happen and can you still love that part of you and in doing that, I could feel this, the weight of the earth just lift off my shoulders just a little bit. I need to, mm. I need to integrate that still and, and spend some time in that space of like, okay, I'm going to love the failure. I'm going to love the guy that's not supportive. I'm going to, the guy in me, I'm going to love the guy in me that's not um, the provider. I'm going to love the guy in me that's not stable. I'm going to love all the places where I'm going to fail. Mm. That's true self-acceptance. Um, and I'm really looking forward to sitting with all of those parts of myself that I've denied myself, not allowing myself to fail. I'm so looking forward to sitting with those neglected parts and going, I'm so sorry. I fucking love you. And I'm sorry that we haven't chatted. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't have a voice. And I'm sorry you carried the weight of the world for so damn long. Um, yeah. I think into like bring that back to like a 3d question for um you know someone that might feel like they're failing for someone right now someone that they'd like to you know that they're feeling a sensation that they're failing in some way whether it be energetically in the in the 3d or in something unknown of you know bring that to a question like how can i is there anything that I can do for you because I feel like I'm failing or something like that. But it's like that, that, that part of the journey, it's like, yeah, like you said, kind of just embracing that too, but using that to come into service, of course. But mm. um, sometimes, you know, in those situations, like just asking the questions of, hey, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm failing at that, even just bring that vulnerability to say, hey, I'm feeling like I'm failing at this right now. I don't want to fail. Can you help me? Can you help? Can you give me something to assist me in not failing? Is that, you know, is that even appropriate or is that something that you think we need to work on our journey along that? 
I think, um, and I'm going to, again, I'm going to use um, Christina, my dear friend that helped me this morning is she gave me the permission to fail. And so the question might be like you to, to sort of just rephrase that question is if you're with your beloved or whoever you might be failing, Hey, this is something that's pressing me right now. I feel like I'm failing, or maybe I have failed already in this area. Can you still love that part of me? Mm. Because and and because I'm gonna use, I'm gonna love that part of me. My invitation is: Can you accept all of my darkness where I fail? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing to have, as opposed to asking for permission is or asking for forgiveness. Yeah, can you just love? Yeah, part of me. It's it is a part of me. It's a part of my shadow. It's a part of me. Um, I'm sure that you love my brilliance, where I do all of the other things. But can we love the other part as well? And that's the integrated and whole individual, where we love all of me. That's unconditional, true, divine, sacred union love. Yes to that. <laughs> yes to that. Yes to that. Mm. I was privileged to receive that this morning. And I'm so grateful. So grateful. Yeah. All right. So here's the juice, Mike. Have you had that in Go. your relationships? Have you had that in your relationships in your life? No. Mm. Um romantic i don't believe so um i've got two friends that i can uh I, yourself so that makes it three uh, i've got three friends that i can clearly categorically unequivocally without doubt say yes i've got that um but the romantic side hits different mm. you know your beloved hits different when they see you fully and still love all part of you and don't try and change them and they love the darkness for you when you can't love it yes it's beautiful i've got those three people in my life that do that for me and and hold me in that space but it's hits different when it's your beloved you know mm -hmm. it's one that when you when they're the ones that have the key to your heart the only one in that special space um I've realized that, yeah, that's required. Love all of me. Mm. So, so how about you? Yeah, my answer to this is I, I, I feel like it's a yes. And I feel um, it kind of comes down to a bit of that 92nd thing we spoke about before. Like, you know, you and I and maybe you and these other people in your life are only seeing certain glimpses of us, whereas maybe with our beloveds, we're with them all the time. So, um, and I know this is like, we're kind of comparing maybe oranges and apples here, maybe different, but, um, you know, I think of my beloved now and, you know, we're together a lot of the time um, and she gets to see all the sides of me, you know, and it's not always that. She does her best to come back to that. Would I say she's like that all the time? Would I say I'm like that all the time? No, would I say I'm like that with you all the time? I'd say yes, but I'd say if we spent 24 hours together all day, every day for a, a few years, we'd probably have our moments, you know? Yeah. So, and then you throw in the sprinkling of uh, physical exchange in that too, you know? Um, I don't know. Um, have I gone off track there? Like, bring me, bring me back, Mike. What am I? What am I saying? No. I resonate with what you're saying. I think when you, yeah, and it's the direct comparison to the 92nd highlight reel off Instagram. Um, you know, my friends and you, we, we might, we spend a lot of time together and my dear friends, um, 
you know, we spend quality time together, but not on mass like that. When, it, when, yeah. So yes, the beloved has a harder road in that space. However, I still believe that um, witnessing someone and seeing them for who they are is important and accepting that they've got flaws. And if I can love that person and understand they have flaws, then that's okay. Mm. And accept those flaws and go, okay, it's not, not my ideal, but um, that's who make what makes them J. That's mm. what makes them Mike. That's what makes them X. You know, and I chose, I'm choosing you and I'm choosing to spend my time with you. That means I'm choosing to love all of the all of the things. Mm. And it's not mine to change them. Yeah, I feel like, you know, this question for a beloved right now, um, you know, can you come back to love? Like, can you, can you, can you commit to me to come back to love? I understand there's going to be storms. I understand that there's going to be things, but at the end of the day, if you're not, if you don't think, you know, you're going to be able to come back to love, do the work to come back to love. Um, then this isn't for me and, mm. and I'm sick of trying to fight it. You know, I'm, can you come back to love and can I come back to love? Mm. And, um, yeah, something along those lines feels, feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Love is a, that's another topic, love. Mm. Cause we. The frequency of love, or sorry, most people, and if we could frequency it, we would just be in the frequency, which is the universal thought, it's the singularity, it's it's godlike, it's the universe, the soul, all encompassing love and light is interchangeable uh, yeah. and replaceable with God. Uh, if we were at that level, we wouldn't be having the question of, are we out of love? The fact that we're out of love is the separation. The fact that we're we have fallen again, the fall of man, into this duality of like separation or good and bad. Oh, you've got good traits and bad traits. Uh, 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 we probably wouldn't exist on this planet at the speed of light. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, brother, so beautiful. I think um, we'll wrap it up there today, man. We've uh, been struggling a bit with the internet today, so I'm going to see if our editor guys can uh, pull it together a bit for us and make this flow. Um, but um, love it, brother. Absolutely love your sharings, and, and thank you so much for once again bringing your magic. You just <laughs> you, you teach me so much every single time we speak. And it's just such an honor and a privilege to spend time with you always, brother, always. So thank you. And equally the same, brother. Thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me into the space of rawness once again. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Oh.